So today I'm joined by Justine. Justine, thank you so much for sitting here with me for New Wave Media. Thanks for having me. So currently you lead um, a team that we have called Launch Crew. Yes. Um, Launch Crew started at the beginning of this year, right when we launched New Wave. Um, and it has evolved a little bit, but um, we're responsible for those uh, nifty and creative breakfast items outside, uh, outside of service. Um, tell me what it was like leading a team um, that was unknown, because I think when we asked you to lead Launch Crew in the beginning, we actually had no idea what it would be about. So how did you go about forming this team, the objectives, and all of that? Yeah, I think in the beginning, it was it was a little bit fun, actually. It was like unknown, which is uncomfortable for me, but kind of cool because... Um, any question I had, it was like kind of on me to come up with a solution and, and think through what the team wanted to do, um, what they were willing to do. Um, the limits were, were our creativity, basically. Um, I think the, the key thing that we needed to align on was what was our intent every week? Um, it also did evolve after the first week. I think there were some changes that occurred just due to logistical things and um, some COVID guidelines and regulations that we had to take into account. Um, but it it was, I would say, like more fun than than risky. Um, I think the team was excited. I was excited, and and the 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 breakfast items are really well received. I think everyone loves food. So what was the, um, what is the initial purpose behind Launch Crew? So the initial purpose behind Launch Crew was um, kind of giving people a space to come back to. As we were moving into New Wave, um, some people were still kind of like testing the water, shall I say, with coming back. I think there was still a lot of unknown with with COVID and, and people's levels of comfort. Um, but for those who were coming, we wanted to provide them with a place where they could gather before service. Um, it also doubled as a way to get people to show up to service on time. Um, but really it was about generating sort of these like pockets and moments for people to, to gather authentically and, and just connect. What do you think um, it means to be able to gather authentically? Um, that's a great question. I think <clears throat> the goal with creating these moments is that uh, I think a lot of people were craving connection. Um, seeing people <laughs> every day or once a week through Zoom can only provide so much like in-person connection. And so we wanted to like provide a space for people to come and be like, hey, how was your week? What what happened this week? What what are you feeling? How are you feeling in going into the new week? Um, it's really hard sometimes to connect with people um, on like a cursory sort of superficial level. And so I think the goal was to have more of these recurring events and, and gatherings so that people could consistently come and engage in conversation and get to know people. Um, and then slowly, I think consistently, week by week, um, the layers would kind of be peeled away and, and people would really get to dive in deeper together. I think at church we always talk about the desire to connect with people. Yeah. Um, but what is the what is I guess the result of that connection? Like, what are people like truly seeking when we say like we want to be able to connect with people more? Um, I think ultimately people are seeking other people. They're seeking their 
their like community, their their tribe, if you will. Um, <clears throat> I th I think it's also hard because there's this um, maybe assumption that when you come to church, everyone is your friend and everyone is nice. And don't get me wrong, everyone at our church is very nice and welcoming and warm, but being friends with people requires um, like intention. I think that's something that I really love about like the life groups that we have because it's a really consistent and weekly sort of occurrence. It's a space and time for you to show up and do life together with a group of people at the same time every week. Um, I also think that it requires people to, to try. Um, when you come to new communities, and, and I was a, a newcomer at one point at New Wave, um, there was a moment in time where I felt like really alone and I didn't want to come anymore because I didn't know anyone. I had kind of casually met people, but that, that space in between casually knowing people and really knowing people, it's, it's kind of treacherous waters, you know? It's, it's murky and unknown, and you really have to put forth effort. You have to be yourself, but you also have to, like, show up and, and, and really try. I think that so many people kind of what you explain is a lot of people's journey yeah. of creating their own community and connecting yeah. with people. Um, I like that you said that it's really important to try because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people give up really easily or expect like relationships to just be there. So how if somebody is like wanting to kind of connect into a community like ours, um, what are ways that they can try and do that? Like, what um, does that mean to try? Yeah, like, actionable yeah, yeah, yeah. steps. I think. Well, shameless plug for Launch Crew. We do have some really exciting events coming up, so you should definitely come to those. Um, I think another really great way is, is Life Group. Um, Life Group is, is a safe space, and it's also a smaller group of people. I think it can be really overwhelming when you come into New Wave, and the lights are off, and it's dark, and, and people seem to know a lot of other people. Um, but if you do need help connecting to a Life Group, we have like an awesome welcome team. I think other steps is like once you get plugged into a life group, we have people who do all sorts of things together. Um, there's a group that goes to play badminton. We have a soccer team. In the spring, we have a softball team. Um, if you're not into sports, that's okay. We have people who play board games, people who like to just go out and get boba. And if you don't see anything that you like to do, you can also create and invite people to come hang out with you. You know, if there's there's a movie that's coming out that you want to go see, but you don't want to see it alone, invite people from your life group or invite people that you meet on Sundays. I think it's going to be awkward. And I think that is okay. I think a lot of people run away from the awkward, but I would encourage people to lean into the awkward a little bit because on the other side of the awkward is something really beautiful. And and also awkward is okay. Awkward is like a normal kind of human interaction. Um, the more you press into it, the less awkward it becomes. That was a TED Talk statement right there. Thank you, Justine. <laughs> um, so for Launch Crew, you know, in at the beginning and currently you guys are providing refreshments. Yes. What's been, you know, a challenging one to do um, and what's also been like a fan favorite? Okay, so... I'm going to just caveat this by saying that I'm a little bit crazy. Um, maybe try hard is a better word for it. I saw this idea um, with like cute fruit punch out shapes. Um, 
And I, I think it was on Instagram or something. And this mom was doing it for her daughters. And she has two daughters. <laughs> we need to do this for 600 people on Sundays. Um, but my team, like, rallied. And I bought these little punch outs from Amazon. And we did um, watermelon. And we did cantaloupe. And we stood around your kitchen counter. And we just punched fruit like it was nobody's business and i mean they were like it was like watermelon cantaloupe we had blueberries on there and we did assortments and i got skewers and we had individual self-seal i mean it was very time intensive we joked that we could have become um an edible arrangements business at in, that point in your <laughs> kitchen um i would say that one was probably the most time consuming one but that is definitely one of the ones i'm most proud of mm -hmm. i think because people actually thought we ordered it and i was like wow, my team is incredible that they allowed me to kind of like flex this weird muscle of creativity and over uh, overachieving. Um, but a fan favorite, I actually would say, are um, cream puffs that we get from Costco, which are not time intensive because Costco sells them by like the box. There's like 120 per box. Um, and they're, they're great because the time we serve them, it's like kind of cool becoming warm the kids love them it's like ice cream in the morning um so yeah everyone really enjoys those and i definitely have to give a shout out to the launch crew because in the beginning launch crew started um the mission was to just provide refreshments for a new wave but starting week two i think it was <laughs> you know the entire church thought what a great job you guys did and you guys ended up providing refreshments for the entire church on a weekly basis so. yeah it's it's been a roller coaster yeah so thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you you know, um, your goal with like Lodge Crew is for people. Like, what is your hope that we achieve for this community through the efforts of Lodge Crew? Um, my goal, honestly, is that people think that church is fun. Um, it is. It is like work, yes, to create these events, but it's so worth it when people come up to me afterwards and say thank you because. Um, they had fun. Their partner had fun. Their kids had fun. Um, or when people are like, hey, you know, I have a friend who wants to come, but they're not sure about church. And I'm like, amazing, we have um, XYZ event. Um, so, so my goal is that it will be a really easy on-ramp for people who maybe are a little wary about coming to church, um, but it's also like a really engaging sort of like event so that families can come and also bond. Um, and on a, on a larger level that, that our community will just reach out to each other, um, I think, it is like a really fun time right now. We're like heading into the spring and um, mask mandates were lifted. And, and so the, the ideas and possibilities are endless. And so we're really hoping to kind of exponentially increase our efforts and, and really create and tailor some events that will, will speak to our congregation as a whole. I want to switch gears a little bit because yeah. I think through um, my observation of just having you lead launch crew and working with you on some other projects, I feel like you are really good at building teams <laughs> and you're also a really great leader. So I think, can you share a little bit about um, how you build teams? Um, well, I can't take all of the credit for launch crew. I, I, I didn't choose this team. This team was selected for me and they're incredible. Um, but I think how you build teams is, 
first by building trust. Um, as a leader, are you doing what you're asking your team to do? Um, and, and maybe and then some, like are you the first one there and the last one to leave? Are you the first one to to raise your hand and offer feedback and also accept criticism? And and are you asking questions so that your team knows it's okay to, to ask questions and to not know the answer sometime? Um, I think that I, I hope that my team feels like I am communicating you know, effectively with them, um, at least making sure that they are aware of what's happening. Um, I think that there is nowadays this need to know everything. And maybe that's part of part of the internet, but I think part of a good leader is is knowing what your team needs to know to do their job well, and then being discerning about maybe they don't need to know you know these other things that are happening because it, it won't impact them or it won't affect them. Um, so I would say really just just trust, building trust, and getting to know your team, um, and then secondly is is communication. And then for teamwork, like, can you just tell us your viewpoints on like what good teamwork is? And then also, um, what are some of the characteristics of somebody that exemplifies being a good teammate? Um, I think that good teamwork is a recognition that everyone's effort should be the same, but that everyone's skills are different. Um, I think that I expect everyone to, to put forth put forth 100% effort, um, but recognize that they have different skills. So maybe that effort will look different, um, or maybe maybe some skills are more visible than others. Um, and I think good teamwork is is recognizing your shortcomings and your strengths and, and being comfortable playing in your own lane. Um, my my husband, Philip, is a, a great teammate, and he's someone who um, is very humble. He always... Not always, but he very often recognizes when he doesn't know something and asks for help. And he makes it comfortable and makes me feel comfortable to ask for help. Um, but he also knows his strengths and he plays to his strengths. And so I, I, I think I strive to emulate that. And I think that's why it's really important to get to know people on your team. Like, what are they good at? What do they want to grow in also? Um, but I think a good teammate is someone who um, has a can-do attitude and someone who is open to feedback. I think that's a huge thing. I think um, feedback is, is, I don't view feedback as something that's necessarily negative. I think feedback is a way for people to grow. And in teams that I've led, even before Launch Crew, I, um, I, strive to ask for feedback because I think that sometimes it can be scary to give your team leader feedback. Um, I, last week, one of, um, one of my friends was sitting there watching our team pack the refreshments and he made a comment that I run a really tight ship because everyone was packing dessert with, with no talking. No one was like chit chatting or gossiping or anything. Everyone was just silent. Um, and I was, I was joking. I was like, goodness, I hope it's, it's not like a fear-based thing. I really hope it's just because they're focusing really hard on uh, packaging pound cake. Um, but I, I definitely think that leading by example is, is a huge piece of it. But um, leaders can be good teammates too. And so in, in so much as you're able to lead by example, you're also able to show people what it means to be a good teammate. Um, so... Again, I think, you know, you are really great at, like, leading teams 
Um, you talked about building trust. That's something that's important. Leading by example. Yeah. What are some of the other things of being an effective leader that you feel like you can share? Um, because this, you know, I think leadership, being on a team, like that goes beyond like what we do at New Wave and yeah. in any church community. It's applicable in your, you know, career and, yeah. and other places. So, um, communication, um, admitting when you're wrong. Um, and, and I think giving recognition where recognition is due is a big one. Um, I think sometimes people pass me and, and they're like, oh man, you know, your launch, you're, you're doing so, so great. And they don't even know like launch crew or who's on launch crew or they're like, oh, the desserts today, they were so creative and awesome. Like, good job. And I'm like, no, it's not actually good job, Justine. It's like, good job, this incredible team that is like silent and in the shadows. And, and so like, I, I have been striving to like tell the team when I see them and appreciate them and just recognize that like, they don't have to do this. This is like a conscious choice that they made to come an hour and a half early, sometimes two hours early to service, to serve hundreds of people. Um, and and um, in all of the ways that I have shortcomings as a leader, uh, that is definitely one area that I hopefully am, am trying to grow in is just like recognizing the effort they put in and recognizing like and giving them the credit that they deserve. I don't think any of them are doing this for like credit or recognition. Um, but I, I do want them to know that that what they're doing is impacting so many people. And how do you inspire people to join your team? Because I think that's that's one thing that we always hear, like, oh, we need people to join our team, right? Whether it's church again or for work. Yeah. How do you get people to actually join your team? Because I think people are always ecstatic to be on your team. Well, I don't know about ecstatic. Uh, hopefully it's not all fear-based. Um, uh, I think that... If you as a leader are really excited and inspired yourself and passionate about what you're doing and the work that you're doing, you will attract people because uh, they want to know why you're excited or maybe they're just excited because you're excited. Um, but the most uh, passionate leaders are the ones who um, I think draw the teams that are then most passionate. And if you yourself are feeling kind of like indifferent or apathetic about what you're doing, then maybe you should also think about whether or not you should be doing it. I think um, it's on you to kind of give your team focus and drive and, and lead them to a goal. But if you aren't excited about the goal or you aren't totally sure what you're trying to achieve, then it, then it's probably not the time to look for a team just yet. Well, I like that you said um, that you mentioned passionate leadership, and I feel like that's something that we could talk about in the future as like a standalone topic, because I just, yeah. I, I love how you put that. Yeah. Um, I think with, you know, what you've been tasked to do at Lodge Crew, um, you mentioned earlier, it's about like connecting people. Mm -hmm. But I think at the base of connecting people is really the relationships that are being built. Yeah. So how do you build good relationships with people? Um... I think building good relationships with people takes time. Um, it's kind of like dating for friends. Um, because at the end of the day, I think like no one wants to feel like they were being used on, on a team. 
Um, so when you're building a relationship, I think it's about getting to know that person, not for what they can give to you, um, but just for who they are as an individual. And, and I would say quid pro quo, you know, they should also be getting to know you as an individual. I think effective relationships are a two-way street. If one person's putting in the effort and the other person isn't, then probably not a relationship worth pursuing. Um, I think the other thing is like finding people whose values align with mine. Um, I do recognize that there are some really amazing relationships I have in my life that are founded on nothing other than like our mutual respect for each other mm. because we don't like the same things or do the same things, but we enjoy having conversations and understanding the other person's perspective. Um, I think respect is at the basis of that. Um, my, my like, sixth grade teacher used to tell me you have to give respect to get it. And I, I think that that's really true because if you come in thinking that someone should just respect you, but you don't respect them, um, then it's a very lopsided one way relationship as well. So it's definitely about motivations. Like what are you looking for out of this relationship? And then coming in with, with the right mentality. Circling back to Launch Crew, mm -hmm. what are some of the things that um, people can be excited about that's coming up in the pipeline? Yeah, absolutely. We have some um, really exciting ideas for Easter, so definitely look forward to sharing that with everyone. And um, some ideas for Mother's Day and Father's Day, obviously. Um, and then into the summer, we're maybe looking at some activities that maybe won't happen on a Sunday during service. They might happen you know, on a Saturday or during the week, um, but definitely more to come. Thank you so much, Justine. Thank you so much for leading a team that makes church fun. I think that was the goal and you've definitely paved that way. I appreciate so. you having me. Thank, Thank you. you.